Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Follow the podcast. You definitely want to check us out. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. And joining me as usual every week, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nugster Greg. Greg, how's it going? All right, Chip. That's good. So, one week away, less than a week away from WrestleMania. Tonight starts. Oh, yeah, I do. Yep. Tonight starts the first, the first of a full week of WWE action. Looking, looking forward to starting tonight with Monday Night Raw. We got uh, got quite a few good matches for the Go Home Show tonight. Hopefully, they'll deliver. Well, what are the matches? I haven't seen anything. We have um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler against Asuka. Oh, yeah, the non-title match. Yeah, and uh, got that one. There's uh, uh, there was a couple others I could remember. I, I I couldn't remember which ones they are not, but I know that one sticks out. Bobby, well, Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander. Oh yeah, that one will be about thirty seconds. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, not at all. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, what uh, what have you been uh, looking forward to as far as now that we're getting close to WrestleMania? I mean, there's what fourteen matches I think we talked about. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Maybe there'll be a couple more coming out of tonight. Uh, yeah. Rumor is, rumor is that on tonight's Monday Night Raw. Um, something will go down during the match tonight, the women's tag team match, that winds up leading to a multi-team match um, on night one. And then whoever wins the multi-team match would take on Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax on night two. Oh, okay. Uh, we have our first question of the evening from Vinish. Anyone heard anything about restrictions on WrestleMania? Like how much of crowd is allowed? Do they have to have negative results? Or is it going to be like last year? Well, they're going to have 25,000 fans um, at least each night. And they're going by the same COVID restrictions that have been put forth through pretty much every arena now um it's pretty standard you um they're socially distanced as far as your seats so you won't see full rows of people and yes they're required to wear masks um yes they do in most arenas now you either have to show proof of vaccination or passing at least a rapid COVID test within 48 hours before the event. Um, So that's what the NFL did and everything that I read that they're going to use the same protocol that the NFL did um, because it's at Raymond James Stadium, the same place that the Super Bowl was. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a good thing to do for the fans going because, you know, you want to keep everybody safe. Hey, Grove, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be quite interesting. Uh, WrestleMania is going to be a, I think it's going to be a good show. I think night two is probably going to be a little bit better than night one. That's a very valuable information, Greg. Greatly appreciate it. It should be. Um, no problem, Benish, anytime. The matches on night one. Um, we'll just run through those <laughs> matches for those that may not know. Um, night one, um, Sasha Banks defends her SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown women's title against Bianca Belair. Bobby Lashley, <clears throat> excuse me, defends his WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Bad Bunny with Damian Priest. In, sorry, I still can't without him. <laughs> uh, I still can't hold straight face. With Damien Priest in his corner, 
John Morrison in his corner. The New Day defend their raw tag team titles against AJ Styles and Amos, Omos, Amos, whatever it is. Um, Braun Strowman takes on Shane McMahon in a steel cage match, and then Cesaro takes on Seth Rollins in a singles match. Night two has the triple threat match for the Universal title where Roman Reigns defends against Edge and Dana Ryan. Oscar defends her Raw Women's title against Rhea Ripley. The Fiend with Alexa Bliss in his corner takes on Randy Orton. And there has not been a stipulation added to that, so that's something you may want to look forward to tonight on Raw. Big E defends his Intercontinental title against Apollo. Oh, sorry, it's now listed as Apollo Crews. Again, I don't know why. Kevin Owens takes on Sami Zayn, who will have Logan Paul in his corner. And then Riddle takes on Sheamus uh, as Riddle defends his United States Championship. Okay. Now, you mentioned Randy Orton and The Fiend. Do you see that being a gimmick match, kind of like what uh, what The Undertaker and AJ Styles had? Or... Um. So I don't think it's going to be in, I think after the Braun Strowman um, Fiend match and how horribly that came off, I don't see him doing something that cinematic, but I can definitely see them doing um, a Firefly Funhouse match, um, something like that. Uh, who knows? Maybe even a, a Hell in a Cell on Fire match. Uh, you don't know. Right. Um, but I think you're. I think yeah. I think they're they're gonna wind up ending up with some type of gimmick match. Okay. You have to excuse me for a minute. I'm trying to. There you go. Had to readjust. Had to readjust the phone for a little bit. There we go. Now we're all set. Oh yeah. I mean, I can see. I can see some kind of gimmick match coming out of that. Um, the last time I, I do believe the last time I recall Randy Orton having a gimmick match with Bray Wyatt was when they were in that the Wyatt compound and he set that on fire and everything. So, but I think Alexa Bliss is going to play a big part in that match. Well, I don't know if she's going to play a big part, but yeah, she'll be involved. Yep. So. And I guess we'll we'll I, if the rumors which you haven't heard any more of um, from Fastlane with the feed actually being Bo Dallas, nobody has said anything at all more about it. Right. Um, so it's probably dead and gone. But if that works, I think that would be something that would show up WrestleMania. Right. Exactly. I, I agree. I agree with you 100 percent there. Uh, I'm to readjust my phone here. I have a special stand I put it on, and the stand fell over. So there we go. Yeah, so, um, I mean, this yeah, is. I don't, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, when you compare, if we compare night one to night two, um, and we'll, I don't know, we can go, if you want, comparable matches, um, I mean, if you take the women's matches, which match do you think is going to be better? Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair or Oscar and Rhea Ridley? I think uh, I think Sasha I think Sasha and Bianca Belair is going to be a better match. Okay, um, go with the uh, well, I guess the bottom feeder on the show. Um, <laughs> The ones that have celebrities, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Miz. Oh, Kevin Owens by far. Okay. Um, Cesaro and Seth Rollins or Riddle and Sheamus? Uh, I think Cesaro and Seth Rollins would be a better match. Okay. Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon, Biggie and Apollo. What would you say maybe the Fiend and Randy Orton? I would say uh, the Which Fiend. Which match would be more comparable? The, the Fiend and Randy Orton. Okay. 
we would have, we had a tag team match, New Day versus AJ Styles, um, or Biggie and Apollo Cruz. Um, the New Day. Okay, and then the last one would be the, the championship matches: Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, or the Triple Threat match. Um, I would say the Triple Threat match. Okay. I mean, I, I pretty much agree with every single one of those. Um, so, I, I mean, I kind of think the, you know, for lack of a better term, the peanut butter is spread evenly throughout the bread. Right. Um, the peanut butter is spread evenly throughout the bread. Yep. I don't, right now, on paper, to me, it doesn't look like one night's extremely better than the other. Um, but the match that I'm most forward to seeing is the triple threat match. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, I think, I think just about every match on the card is going to be really competitive. You're going to see a lot of action. Um, the matches, I, the matches that I believe are going to, that people think are going to be hard hitting matches are going to be hard hitting matches. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to the not only the triple threat match, but I'm also looking forward to the Drew McIntyre Bobby Lashley match. Oh yeah, no, yeah, but I was just saying that if there was a tiebreaker right. between the two nights, the way I would tiebreak it would be what's the match I'm most forward to seeing in that match the triple threat match. Yep. So yeah, and um you know, like like we said, we got uh, Monday Night Raw tonight. We got the Hall of Fame tomorrow. We have NXT Stand and Deliver Takeover Wednesday and Thursday, SmackDown Friday, and then WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday, and then Raw Monday again, and then NXT, which makes its Tuesday night debut right after Monday Night Raw. Speaking of the Hall of Fame. I don't know if it was kayfabe or if it's just a rumor, but WWE is going to induct Ozzy Osbourne. I happened, and, and after you posted that, I looked everywhere that I could find online. So and did I. It officially been stated. It hasn't officially uh, been stated? I can't. The only thing that I found was they officially announced that Titus O'Neil is going to be the recipient yep. of the Warrior Award, which is something I had mentioned on our last show that, that I had read. Yep. Um, oh, excuse me. But I, I have not read any confirmation about Ozzy Osbourne. Okay, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't found anything on that yet either. Our, um, our podcast buddy there from PWZ, Rick Rick Del Santo, he posted that today, and I uh, he sent it to me, and I sent it out to the to our page. But um, I don't know. I mean, if they end up. Oh, I sent it to our I sent it to our chat, our top rope report wow. chat. Um, and even if they induct Ozzy, I really don't think he'll know he's there half the time anyway. So, I mean, I when Eddie Van Halen passed away, I listened to an interview that they did with Ozzy Osbourne for a half an hour, and I couldn't understand five words he was saying. So, I mean, even though you know people were telling me, even though he kind of got rid of his lifestyle that he was living for many years with Black Sabbath, it still did it still took an effect on him. Yes. So definitely permanent brain damage Yes. So uh they taped SmackDown. Uh I'm hoping that huh? They did? Yes. I read it on Raja that uh they taped SmackDown because of the Tampa Bay home opener. Okay, when did they tape it? I you know didn't catch the I didn't see a day. Okay. Well they well they didn't tape, but they said they're going to tape SmackDown. Okay. That, that's what I meant to say. They're gonna tape SmackDown. Um because we all know that now they're done at the old Thunderdome and they're moving into a new location. Um and speaking of locations, with all this WWE bringing in fans for uh, the minimal oh, It's the Yingling Center. Yingling Center, okay. Thank you. I, I knew it just randomly pop up, and I knew it 
sounded something that sounded like some type of Asian something or other. And I knew it had to do with beer. So, uh, but with all the things going on at the WWE now and having limited seating and uh, different events, do you see them maybe starting to venture off into arenas? It's not. It's no. It's not. It's not. They're not. This is WrestleMania as of right now for the foreseeable future is the only event that the WWE is doing in front of a live crowd. They're going back to the Thunderdome feature and they, they, they're scheduled to be um, in the arena. I believe it's through the end of July. Okay. Oh, okay. Alrighty. I was just wondering, maybe this is like a, a trial run to see how it goes. Because I'm trying to get it to charge up. Because, because for, like I said, for some strange reason, when I put my my battery charger in to charge it while we're doing the phone, while we're doing the show, it um, for some reason the battery power goes down. I did. I charged it at a hundred. It was at a hundred percent when I started the show. Okay. So, yeah, but I um, but I thought maybe this might be like a a trial to see how it went as far as um the COVID restrictions and everything and that. But no, as far like I said, they're setting up the Thunderdome the same way, you know. Okay. Um, in the Thunderdome. Okay. And that's what makes the crowds at WrestleMania even that more special. Right. And I, and that's one of the re- that's one reason I'm really looking forward to this year's WrestleMania because like like you had said in the past, um, or um, that twenty five thousand or so people is going to sound like a hundred thousand. So, I'm, I'm, hold on for one quick second. <sighs> okay. All right, got a little breeze in here. I had to close the window. I apologize for that. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the live crowd, the noise. You had said before that you think that there's going to be a lot of guys, on, a lot of people on the card, if not everybody, is really going to go – with an all-out performance. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I know they they said last year. Um, I know in an uh, interview with Seth Rollins after last year's WrestleMania, he was asked how different was it performing, you know, because they hadn't performed in in the Thunderdome or anything like that um, previous. It was an empty arena. There weren't, yeah. you know, there was one fan there and it was spinning on the ceiling. Yeah. And uh, he was. He said, "Well, you know, we 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 all went in and we worked twice as hard as we normally would because we knew everybody at home was watching." And it, I think it's gonna be the same way. This being the first live crowd that WWE fans are gonna get to see, and I think they're gonna go two hundred percent the whole night. Yep, I definitely definitely agree with that. And um, now. Has there been any more speculation or any more rumor to the effect that Charlotte might be added to the Oscar match? I haven't seen anything. No, nah, I, I haven't either. And, uh, the, only thing, the only thing that I did see, um, and it was, I think it was actually before Charlotte even got sick and disappeared was there was a uh, thought that it would change into a fatal four-way of Asuka, Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, and Peyton Royce. Okay. Brian Charlton with the question. Do you think The Undertaker will induct Kane into the Hall of Fame? No, they're not not having inductors um, into the Hall of Fame. From what I understand, Jerry Lawler is going to be presenting all the... uh, no? Not even. Nope. 
I said that I was going to talk about Nuggets news. Um, the Hall of Fame has been taped, and according to PW Insider, there is there's no inductors. Um, there'll be a brief video package um, for the wrestlers, and there there's not even um, it's not confirmed, but not everybody is actually going to have their speech shown. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, Thunder Liger, I think that's what his name is, right? Jushin Thunder um, Liger, yeah. He, he, he wasn't even there. And to the best of everybody's knowledge, he didn't send in a video, you know, acceptance or anything. Okay. Um, but they, they don't think that everybody's going to actually have a prolonged speech. Okay. Yeah, uh, our buddy Rick from PWZ said, "What's up, Nug? What's up, Trev? Happy WrestleMania week." Um, um, yeah. So if you guys can uh, just hold on for one quick second, um, I believe we. I, I, okay, we're back, but I believe we just. I just got a, a phone call, and is he on the line right now, Barry Horowitz? Barry, how are you? Good. What's going on? Not much. Um, this is Trivia and the Nugster. We're doing our live top rope report, Monday Night Raw WrestleMania. You cannot hear him at all. All right. My end. All right, Barry, I'm gonna have to call you back. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Greg, for letting me know that. Sorry about that, folks. Um, Hello? I don't have any idea. I hung up with him. Yes, yeah, so, sounded like chains on my end. Yeah, but now all of a sudden your audio is way off of everything's opening in my room. Really? Huh? Yeah. Well, well, maybe hopefully it'll reset itself back because we're still recording on both. Uh, on both shows, but um, yes, I want to apologize. I mean, Greg said he couldn't hear him. That was that. No good. Absolutely no good. No. No. Someone's phone may be too close to the computer or tablet. Huh. Yeah, so so was mine. I just moved it away a little bit. Is that any better, Greg? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm still echoing. You you're echoing or I'm echoing? I'm echoing. Oh. Wow. I don't know, uh, I don't know what that, uh, I don't know where that came from now. Because I moved. All right, let me try it again. Hold on. Okay, Greg, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, is that better? Absolutely, 250%. Okay, if I. Go, if you listen back to this, um, at about the 23 to 24 minute mark, you'll hear the echoing. Yep. And then just the 25 minute mark, you'll you'll see it's back to crystal clear. Okay, well, we apologize to our fans. I apologize to the Nugster for that. Um, but everything is back on track now and. What was I just talking about before Barry called? Um, I, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we could talk a little uh, NXT TakeOver right now, if, uh, if you'd like. I mean, we got uh, some good matches coming up on that one. Io Shirai against Raquel Gonzalez. Um, that that should be a real good one. Yep. I think the two... Uh, this is also a two-night event. Yep. Um... Night one consists of a singles match between Pete Dunne and Kushida. 
the uh, triple threat tag team match for the vacant NXT tag team championships. It's MSK taking on the Green Young Veterans, taking on Legato, Delphine, Tizma. Bless you. There's a six man gauntlet eliminator match to determine the number one contender for the NXT North American Championship. The six competitors are Leon Rupp, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and LA Knight. Um, Walter defends his NXT United Kingdom Championship. Sorry, just on that cough drop hole. <laughs> um, taking on Tommaso Ciampa. You okay? And then I just said Io Shirai defends her NXT Women's Championship against Raquel Gonzalez, who does have to go to Kai in her corner. Night two on Peacock. Um, Ember Moon and Shanti Blackheart defend the title against the way, which is Candice LeRae and Indy Harwell. There is going to be a ladder match to determine the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Champion, um, Jordan Devlin, um, who's listed as the NXT Cruiserweight Champion, takes on Santos Escobar, who's listed as the interim NXT Cruiserweight Champion, and he'll have his goons, Raul Mendez and Martin Wilder in his corner. Um, Donnie Gargano defends his North American title against the Gauntlet Elimination winner. Adam Cole takes on Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned match. And then the main event of the night to his third hour defending his NXT title against Terry Cross. Okay. So we have five matches each night. I did do some research as far as what the Eliminator Gauntlet match is. And the way it Sounds to me is it's almost going to be like a Royal Rumble style match where two competitors will start and then after like five minutes, almost like war games, a second competitor comes in, but it's not an over the rope, not over the top rope elimination. It is a pin or submission elimination. Okay. So we can get down to six people. Um, being in there, then you know, or four or five or three or whatever it may be. Yep. So thanks for tuning back in, Rick. Um, yeah, so that's going to be interesting. And the, and the two matches I'm looking forward to on the NXT show are um, Finn Balor and um, Karen Cross and. Tommaso Ciampa and Walter. I'm looking forward to those two because that that one is going to be a war. Tommaso Ciampa and Walter. I got a feeling somebody's going to get carried out of that match. Yeah, but the only reason why I'm looking forward to Finn Balor and Karrion Cross is because of Scarlett. You, you don't like Karrion Cross, so I don't. I don't. You just want to see her. Yeah, true. You got a point there. But uh, also, I'd like to see the. Um, um oh I just had a brain fart. Oh the Adam Cole match. Yeah. That one is gonna be not for the faint of heart, as they used to say back in the day in wrestling. Not for the faint of heart. And, 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 you know, like I said, I I'm not going on with any other information other than my opinion. I think this could be Adam Cole's last NXT match. Okay, it, it wouldn't surprise me if it was, and it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if we see him up on the main roster almost immediately after this show. Well, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I I can envision because they they've got to do something with Raw to try and inject some excitement onto Raw. Um, I think bring Rhea Ripley up and putting her on Raw was a good choice. And I think bringing up a guy or two from NXT and putting them on Raw, um, I, I think would make sense. Yep. I think putting Adam Cole on NXT and immediately after Riddle weases his way into winning, put him into a feud with Riddle right away, just right away. Um, bring up Karrion Cross. 
you know, and let him, you know, try a campaign with, with Keith Lee, maybe he'll be coming back or something like that. Get something new and guys that people can be excited to see. Right. Exactly. So now I'm looking at the time here and it's uh, just about that time for my favorite part of the show. And we still hope it's everybody else's favorite part. It's Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. Yeah, I hate this part of the show. Um, <laughs> um, what did I want to start with? Um, I picked up the wrong link. Da-da-da, sorry. You went to it really quickly. All right. Well, a couple things real quick. Um, send out a, a nice lovely happy birthday wish to somebody that won't be celebrating her birthday at WrestleMania, apparently, and that's Charlotte Flair. Um, I, I think, I don't know 100% for certain, because my phone is just frozen right now. Um, might be the reception, because I'm literally doing the show in a room that's just an oversized closet, and so my reception in here isn't the greatest, and... Um, so I think her birthday is today. So we want to send out a you know happy birthday wishes to her. Absolutely. Um, and uh, as we we've said, Friday night. I mean, to me, the go home show for SmackDown was last week. This week's SmackDown, um, which reportedly is going to be recorded ahead of time. Um, which is something that this show is speculating for a while now. And it, it's it's actually listed as a WrestleMania preview. Um, they have the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on SmackDown. And they have the Fatal Forward for the SmackDown tag team titles, both on Friday Night SmackDown. The Andre the Giant Battle Royal is not just people from SmackDown. It's both brands. They've announced 22 people, whether there's going to be a few people that, that are in it that aren't listed, that's not confirmed. Um, but when asked why they put these two matches on SmackDown, the, the reason is, is because they don't want to have the shows go over three and a half hours. Um, for the main card, there's an hour-long pre-show from 7 to 8 both nights, and then the main card starts at 8 o'clock both nights, and they don't want to go more than three and a half hours each night. Um, therefore, that's why they put these two matches on SmackDown, and I mean... Matches take up the full two hours? No, but they'll be talking about all the matches and everything. But that's the reason reported for that. Okay. Um, the odds, betting odds, have come out for WrestleMania. And the. Oh, all of a sudden, my phone just woke up, so I'm getting all these alerts. <laughs> and every match, if you go with the odds, is predicting, which is something I said before, is predicting a title change with the exception of one match. Um, Biggie and Apollo are even odds. That's a pick em. But... Drew McIntyre is a minus 200 favorite to Bobby Lashley's plus 150. And folks don't know what that means is in order to win $100 on Drew McIntyre, you need to bet $200. But if you put $100 on Bobby Lashley, you win 150 That's how the money line works. Uh, Bianca Blair is a minus 300 um, to Sasha Banks is plus 200. AJ Styles is a minus 300 to the New Day's plus 200. Braun Strowman is a minus 500 to Shane McMahon's plus 300. 
Little surprising to me, but maybe not. Cesaro is a minus 200 favorite to Seth Rollins is plus 150. And then Bad Bunny is a minus 850 favorite to, to the Miz's plus 450. Okay. Night two, um, Edge is a plus 115 to Roman Reigns' plus 150 to Daniel Bryan's plus 200. So no matter who you bet on that match, you can win money. Um, but Edge is the overall slight favorite. Um, Rhea Ripley's a minus 400 favorite. Oscar's plus 250. As I said, Big E and Apollo are both at a minus 120. Kevin Owens is the minus 250 favorite over Sami Zayn at 170. And The Fiend is a minus 950 favorite over Randy Orton's plus 500. Wow. So you don't want to win $100 on The Fiend winning, you have to bet 950. Wow. So this is a little... Interesting things there. Right. Um, I just closed that and I didn't mean to. Um, final viewership for SmackDown last Friday night's show was an average of two point, just under 2.2 million viewers, um, which is actually down about 2.5% from the week before that, from the SmackDown just after Fastlane. So... You know, we'll have to see where that goes to compared to this coming um, Friday night. Yep. And bear with me one moment was so which pages here and writing uh, a report, a uh, article I saw on Bleach Report. It ranks the matches. Um, from worst to best as far as entertaining the fans. So this is very, very, very debatable in my opinion. Okay. At number, at number 12, Riddle versus Sheamus. Mm. At 11, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. At 10, Cesaro and Seth Rollins. At nine, Big E and Apollo. At eight, Bad Bunny and The Miz. At seven, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon in the steel cage. At six, Oscar vs. Rhea Ripley. At seven, The Fiend vs. Randy Orton. At eight, the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. At nine, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. At ten, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. And then obviously, at well, number one, whatever, um, the trip threat match. Right. Those are <laughs> the matches, and, and they think as far as overall entertainment value for the fans and how they're going to pay off. Yep. Well, that was a good number um, one pick. I think that's going to be a very entertaining match. What was that? That was a very good number one pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that was obvious. Um, what's this one now? Uh, I already talked about, we talked about the women's tag matches. And... There's six WWE finishers and only six WWE finishers that have never been kicked out of. One is John Cena's lightning fist finisher. People have kicked out of the STF or STFU, the AA, whatever you call it. Yep. But when he drops that hammer, Nobody's ever kicked out from it. The five knuckle shuffle. Razor Ramones, Razor's Edge. 
That one surprised me when I saw that, that nobody has ever kicked out of the razor's edge when performed by Razor O. Randy Orton's punt kick finisher. When he kicks somebody in the head, that's it. It's over. Never been kicked out of. Um, Alistair Black's Black Mass. Nobody is ever kicked out after he's kicked them out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like that stupid little play. Um, the Fiend's Mandible Claw. Once he's in the match and he's used the Mandible Claw, he either gets them to pass out or he gets them to be counted out and, and lose a prediction show because... Uh, <laughs> you're, still, you're still harping on that, huh? <laughs> And little ask not asterisk, but little just keeping your head. Bianca Belair's kiss of death finisher. Um, just a little fun little stat. Um, just looking forward to the, some of the matches. Obviously, will we see Sasha Banks kick out the KOD? I know. We don't know. And then um, I, there's some pretty big names um, as of right now will not be performing at WrestleMania. Obviously, there's the 22 guys scheduled to be an Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That's not on WrestleMania. The eight guys in the Fatal 4-Way Tag Match those are some pretty big names um, of people that will not be on the main show. Um, but there's two other names that aren't advertised to be in any matches or be anywhere. Um, one name, which is somebody that I've, I've mentioned before, is actually part of my brand, and that is Bailey. Right now, she's debatably the biggest name of active competitors on the WWE roster that will not be performing WrestleMania weekend. The other is Jeff Hardy. And thinking about it, that's a, you go back, what was it, just two WrestleManias ago? Where him and his brother, maybe Mr. Ray, made that surprising return that shocked everybody i mean they kept them away from everybody because that was nowhere on social media and and the way social media is you know they see people get off planes and airports and and they post it yep you know and for him to to fall that far down the ladder wrong to not be at wrestlemania not even in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Wow. You're telling me you couldn't put a 23rd guy in there? Yeah. Or, you know, maybe not. I don't know. Humberto Correa in there if you wanted it to be just 22. So, um, so, oh, Ralph is 10 minutes away from Raymond James. Yes. I know Ralph very well. He's formerly from Waterbury, Connecticut. Good friend of Trivia's. Uh, looking forward to seeing the pics that he'll send us. Thank you for that, uh, Ralph. Appreciate that. Ralph, are you good for soft? Are you going to WrestleMania? Um, it's interesting to see if he is. Yeah. But that's Nuggie's news for today. All right, great. Now, Greg, you mentioned something about with the Andre the Giant Battle Royal being on Friday. I was keeping this question in my head so I wouldn't forget to ask it. Um, with that match being on Friday and not being on WrestleMania because they don't want the show going over three and a half hours, with the matches they have on WrestleMania, do you see them having some shorter matches? Well, I mean, if, if the reports that are out there are true and they had the women's tag matches, um... One each night, that's seven matches each night. So 
I don't, I mean, three and a half hours and it's 210 minutes, right? Yeah. 180, yeah, 210 minutes. So if you have only seven matches each night, that, I mean, not they're going to send every match 30 minutes, but if you take out, you know, for every match, they'll have their two or three minute build up to it and the right. entrances. But I mean, that literally gives you an average of 20 minutes per match. And do you think so, I mean, we'll, we'll get our standard nine, ten minute right. matches, and then we'll get you know, a couple of the twenty-five minute matches. Yeah, because we all know that some matches go longer than others. And yeah, um, if that goes over five minutes, I'll be shocked. Yeah, me too. I totally agree. And if they weren't, if they, I think if this was a regular WrestleMania with one night live crowd, 75, 80, 85,000. I think that would either be a pre-show match or that would be the first match of the card. Get it the hell out. That would be the first match. I mean, I mean, I've said it before, but if you go and you look at, even if you wanted to go pre-COVID especially, when there are actually things there, just go back. Go on Wikipedia and just, just go back and see the first match. It's always a good match. On paper, maybe not necessarily in the ring. Right. It's not a throwaway match like Bad Bunny in the Miz. They, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that as the first match. That would be one of those matches that would be possibly just before a big title match. Not late in the show, but that would be a match that I could see before um, the tag team match with the New Day and AJ Styles. You know, something that, you know what, here's a good time for people, they don't want to see it, they can get up and do what they need, get their pretzels and their beer and pick them out and go to the bathroom and get yep. their cocktail weenies and, you know, right. pigs in a blanket or whatever, and then come back for the next match. Now, you mentioned a lot of superstars are that are not at WrestleMania, um, two of them being Bailey and Jeff Hardy, uh, that's... That's a given because they should be on there. But what what other ones do you think are surprising to you that are not on WrestleMania? Very surprising. Yeah. The men's the men's SmackDown title fatal four way. I I don't. I mean, if you want to do what they're doing with the women, put the SmackDown tag team titles on Sunday. Have the qualifier for the women's tag team championship be on SmackDown because it's a mixture of Raw and SmackDown. Right. And then whoever the winners are take on Nia Jax and Shinmei's on Saturday. Okay. Because for what I mean, the the four teams that are expectable that are in the match. I mean, Ziggler, Rude. Okay, those are. You know, upper mid-level performers. The Mysterios, I mean, Ray Mysterios, you know, being a Hall of Fame before he's eligible to be. Um, Dominic's up and coming. Um, Otis is a fan favorite. Um, And then his partner, Chad Gable. And then you got the Street Profits, which are arguably the most popular tag team in WWE. And you're wasting that on SmackDown and not on... One of the nights of WrestleMania, right? Because you want to feature the women's tag division on WrestleMania weekend. Don't get it. I I agree. I totally agree. And when we talked um, when we talked uh, this weekend, we had meant you had mentioned to me that I guess finally somebody's decided to be Billy Kay's tag team partner. Possibly. Possibly that that's a rumored fifth tag team in the match. Um, I don't know how you do five tag teams when there's only four corners. Right. Maybe you have a better idea than I do. Not me. I don't know. I have no idea. Nope. I mean, unless you want them coming up with some type of match where all five teams are in the ring and right. it's kind of like that that match they had at uh, AEW. Where it doesn't 
goes from there, one year, one member gets, you know, eliminated. The other member still representing yep. your team in the match. Yeah. If they want to do something like that, then I can do five. Yeah, kind of like a Texas Tornado tag team match where all the tag teams are in the ring together. Or you have one person from each team in the match, uh, in the ring together. So five women will start the yeah, match. I know. That's going to be interesting to see. You know what you have? One team, and, you know, two different teams in one corner? I just, I just don't know how you would do it. Yep. And I don't think they know how to do it right now either. So they're just, uh, yeah. they're just going to try, trying something different, I guess. So, yeah, but, you know, like we said, we are on the road to WrestleMania. It is the Super Bowl of pro wrestling. Definitely uh, looking forward to seeing to seeing it. Also, NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver is going to be real good. Now, I'm I'm going to watch the Hall of Fame um, only because I want to see how much different it is from previous Hall of Fames and. I, I, I might watch it, but I think if I watch it, it'll be Wednesday morning when it's posted on Peacock, so I can fast forward, because I don't think that Peacock has the function to be able to fast forward through live TV, and I mean, there's no, you can't fast forward through live TV, Right. but I think I might do that, because... I mean, I don't, I don't care what they say about William Shatner. I don't want to sit for it. Right. And uh, somebody had posted on Facebook earlier and said, RIP WWE Network. And then somebody made a comment that WWE dropped the ball on that. They said because the Peacock Network is, is bad. Now, in my opinion, and this is just one announcer's opinion, Fortunately for me, knock on wood, oh no, that's cement, um, I haven't had a problem with the Peacock Network. I mean, on my TV, I, on my TV, I, I have a hard time. Just watching something the other day, and in the middle of the movie, it just shut off on you. No, for wrestling, I meant to say, for wrestling. I haven't had a problem with it when it shows wrestling. Same thing with my phone. If I turn wrestling on, on the Peacock Network on my phone... It plays straight through, no hiccups, no nothing. Movies or TV shows, it'll play 20 seconds and then a two-second hiccup and go right back to it again. But, I mean, I don't know how that could be where it works good on certain certain ones and not on others, but, I mean, I think there's a lot of bugs that they still have to get out of the system right now. So. I, I mean, I, I Reasons why they made this 
this change. Absolutely. Two hundred million dollars a year for five years. Yep. That's some, that's a lot of jiggle. Exactly. Now somebody had when you were talking about the broken skull sessions, somebody had asked me earlier today on Facebook. Chris Jericho had appeared on Stone Cold's Broken Skull Session podcast, and the guy I asked. It's been out yet. I, think they, 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 I don't know if it's actually been released or not. I oh. don't know. It may happen, but I don't know. I think that was just. Okay, but one know. guy said to me, he "Goes, do you so think that might?" He said, "Do you think that might pave the way for a Jericho return back no. to WWE?" No. I don't think so either. And Greg hit the nail on the head when he said to me this past weekend. Stone Cold's podcast is a wrestling podcast, not WWE. So he can have any wrestler on he wants. I was thinking maybe because is there going to be heat with Stone Cold having somebody from AEW on his podcast because he's WWE all the way. I guess WWE may have some heat with AEW. Is that going to, would that cause a problem? that I saw, and that is, you know, Chris Jericho coming back to WWE or is Stone Cold now all elite, is does this start clearing out the area to lay down a foundation and build a road for cross promotion? Um, kind of like how AEW has been doing with Impact, and Impact um, is and AEW is doing with NJPW, with John Moxley, and all these other things. Um, could it ever become um, a cross promotion between AEW and WWE? And I think the only way that would ever happen is if it was just like WCW where Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon bought AEW. Right, and I don't see that happening in the foreseeable future. You would absorb the company, take three or four of their biggest stars and put them on the main roster, and then the others would have to be looking for MLW, ROH, Impact, or something else. Yep, and or or they'll be future endeavored. Yeah. Either or. So, so yeah, that's what I mean by going to other promotions. Yep. Yeah, so we're about 45 minutes away from Monday Night Raw. I'm definitely uh, kind of optimistic about what we're going to see on Raw tonight because um, we know. Well, I mean, it, it, it can't be much worse than last week's. Right. Last week's was totally horrible. It really can't be. And I really hope they don't start out with Miz TV again. I mean, it's, it's that's what they know. There's an in-ring segment for the first 15, 20 minutes of every Monday Night Raw. Yep. You know, if you want to do that, then you know what you do? Designate the first 30 minutes as a Raw preview or something like that. You know, know, the announcers and a couple of the commentators are um, like Raw Talk. You know, you you have Mark Scherz and whoever that douchebag is now, or, you know, take Caleb Brash from SmackDown and have him do a 30 minute talk show or pre show for Raw and then start the wrestling at 8 30. That way we can all just, okay, I'm just going to have him tune up for the first half hour and turn him in at 8 30 and stop wasting my time. Right. Now I know a couple a couple weeks ago, a month ago, some, something like that, they had something come out with more viewership at a certain hour on Monday Night Raw. Have they come out with that again recently, or the worst viewership hour for Monday Night Raw is ten to eleven, and that's why if you've noticed, um, they 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 try to have a big segment right at the top of the 10 o'clock hour to get people to stay there. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense that that's the worst hour um, because that's when the, the main event of the show is. But mm-hmm. that's the hour that they had the lowest viewership of the three hours. Yep. Just got a notification. Greg Chester's watching. Thanks for tuning in, Greg. Um, well, you're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, so... You know, like I said, we are on the road to WrestleMania. The the 
Path is clear, less than a week away. Um, it's been it's been a long couple of months in between pay-per-views and you know waiting to see who's going to go where for WrestleMania, how they're going to do this, how they're going to do that. And with what they with with what they've got to work with, I think they've done a pretty decent job putting matches together and trying to figure out how they're going to get the crowd in there and you know because they're still going to be what cardboard cutouts or something, I believe. Right. Huh. So it'll be uh, it'll be fun to watch. I believe. I think. I. I mean. I believe it's going to be entertaining. Um. Like you said, Raw cannot be as worse tonight as it was last week. Because last week it was just fucking horrible. Well, I'll be honest with you, it, it can be. Oh yeah, it can uh, be. I'm hoping it's not. Right. You. Oh, that's it. Right. I, I, I was going to mention that. Now that you say it, I, I just mentioned it. Which could maybe see Baron Corbin heading over to Raw. Uh, yeah. I mean, that could be uh, that could be good for his career. That could be bad for his career. I don't know. I mean, but we all know lately uh, that. He's the, he's the word just slipped out of my mind. Um. You look up in a wrestling dictionary and you look up heel, you just define his character a hundred percent. Oh yeah, he's a great heel. He's a perfect heel. Yep. And, and like I said, he is somebody that you can inject into a feud with any face. Yep. And he doesn't care. He doesn't care if he has to lose you know, last year we talked about records for the year 2020. He had the most losses of any wrestler on the WWE roster by far. And he's fine with it because you know what? He's on TV every week. And they still put him in big matches. Yep. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's going to be good to see. You know, hopefully Raw will be good tonight. Hopefully the rest of this week is going to be interesting. Uh, to see. Um, any closing comments before we wind it down, Greg? Um, a little personal business. Okay. Um, so related. We, uh, for those people that may not know, we have expanded our pay-per-view prediction family. Uh, we're welcoming Tony Black back to our prediction crew. And I, I invite anybody within shouting um if you want to submit picks and kind of compete along with us whether it's for any specific pay-per-view or whatever uh, feel free to message you know trim or and or me um through facebook and, and we'll, we'll set you up with the rules and everything that we go by um and uh you know the other thing that i wanted to, to ask you um in reference to the two matches that are on Friday, seeing as we are doing our next show Friday night, which I think this setup I have is it can work temporarily if it needs to again. Yep. Um, do we want to include the two WrestleMania preview matches? from SmackDown in our prediction show. Just to make things a little more interesting and I have another thought that we'll talk about off the air. Right. Well uh, yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely discuss that um, you know off the air. That sounds like that sounds something uh, good. Uh, and like Greg said, you know, we invite anybody who wants to send their picks in more than likely to. We'll read your picks on the air. I mean, you know, if you got Well yeah, but I'd like them to, to message 
can give them, you know, because, okay, they'll pick the new day to win, and that's all they'll say. Right. Well, we have more involvement in our predictions than just who's going to win. Right. Who's going to win, how are going to win, in tag team matches, who's going to win, how are they going to win, you know, what team's going to win, which member of the team is going to get the win, how they get the win, and which member of the losing team takes the loss. So it's more than just picking a match. Right. It's more than who's going to win, who's going to lose. Right. Yep. Because anybody can win. Exactly. So we put that out there for everybody. We welcome anybody that wants to do that. Um, there's, there's, there's no guests lined up for the next couple of weeks, so we're just going to be having our regular shows. And I the guess we don't welcome are people that make their predictions after the match starts. Right. <laughs> Those predictions are accepted. Exactly. So, all right, guys. So we've come to the end of another edition of the Top Rope Report. I want to thank everybody who chimed in and joined us. Thank you very much. So on behalf of the Nugster Greg, this is Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying, enjoy this week's wrestling. We'll catch you on Friday night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.